right. What's going on with you two gentlemen? Jab Morris and GMOS22. This is your 310 boy in these stereo streets. I just pulled up on the men need to man up. I believe that. You know what I'm saying? I think we need more mentors. I think we need more shows like this. I think we need all the men from stereo to come up in here and make a comment. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I think we need more youngsters listening to OGs, but at the same time, I think we need more OGs to be there, to give them some sound direction, like some positive motivation, you know what I'm saying, instead of the negative. We got enough of that, well, too much of that, but we need more positive, you know what I'm saying, I'm with it, you know what I'm saying, you're 310 boy, let's get it, let's go, come to California. All right, thank you, your three one old boy. That's right. Everybody is that's part of the responsibility. Your responsibility is to mentor other things. It's to mentor boys, it's to mentor teens, it's to mentor your fallen brothers. That's part of being a man. Not just being responsible to your own family, but being responsible to others around you who need your help. That's what a man is. All right, let me hit this comment from Emmanuel. Yes, let's see what Emmanuel got to say this time. His first time was decent. Let's see what he got to say now. Gentlemen, I'm going to start from the beginning. I'm a Christian, so I'm going to start from that perspective. The moment you're born a man, you have been taxed with the leadership role. The moment you're born a man, you are faced with the decision-making role. Now, you might have parents, you might have sisters or brothers... I'm not trying to compare you to any other person. But the moment you come into this world as a man, it's decision time. Every single thing, decision that you make, once you hit puberty, or once you leave your father's or your mom's house, every single decision is going to be what that's going to shape you, shape your family, and that's going to make you who you're going to be in the future. And, that, and that's not to say that this world is not going to throw everything at you. But, you know, once you're born a man, you got to stand up. Every, once you're born a man, you are faced with the three P's. You have to provide. First P, provision. Man has to make that provision. Two, second P, protection. You got to be strong. You got to be able to stand you got to be willing, you got to be in that position to protect that what matters to you. Your life, the life of your family comes to play. And then we have the profession, yeah, or profess, you know, to alter. So you got to make utterances, you got to be the one to, to calm, to calm the nerves and the storms. When you see storms and you, you're checking out. Everybody under you is going to check it out. You are the umbrella. If you're losing out. When a man chickens out. Or when he has an umbrella. Loses his nerve. All the line. The linkage underneath, underneath him. Going to break down. So you got to have that mentality. That strong mentality. You got to man up. You got to take it in. When everybody's crying. I gotta say, you got to be that one to console others. 
gotta be that strong one. It's hard. That's how life is. Life ain't gonna play fair. <laughs> yeah. The storm don't know who is friend or foe. It's coming for everyone on the road. How tough your skin is is gonna determine how much you can take. You know, how much you can get up when you're knocked down. Yeah, that's what the Bible said. You might be knocked down, but you're not destroyed. As long as you have breath and God is with you. Get up and move. Yeah, um, before, you play, before, you, before you play that, I, now that's, 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 that's most definite. Uh, uh, What's up? Uh, it's on point. But, um, I, and this is not, this is a good but. The thing about the good but is that um, I agree with it, but then it's like, hmm, okay, where do we get that from? Because it's like with me, um, I look at both sides of the fence of manning up, right? He said protect, provide, profess. Uh, uh, I, I think, yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, right? so that's that three people. Protect? Huh? Pro- I mean, provide, protect. And profess. And, and if you look at it, his doctrine was straight up sound because that comes from Genesis. That those are the three things that God gave Adam. To provide, protect, and profess. Did he fall fault? Did he fall, did he go by that standard? Absolutely not. And that's why we are not problem today we have right now. But that's the proper standard. Yeah, um, I'm at home now, so I'm actually, I'm actually at my desk where I can, I can get uh, a couple of scriptures and everything. But, but what I was, what I was saying was that, um, see, that's those are the same things what what God gave to Adam. Um, I'm I'm going back to something He said when we, when we we're born a man, when we we're born a man. See that part I, I I I want to I want him to explain because you see if if we're looking at natural birth, we're not born into manhood. No. Now that that I agree with. You you aren't born a man, we're born males. You know, we weren't born but not a man. man. So no. So but so, may, maybe that might have been a slip. But I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say it was probably a slip of the tongue. Because, you know, sometimes we do, we do let our tongue slip ever so slightly. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that we were born into a position to be men. But we don't always fall up to that standard. Maybe, that, maybe we should say it that way. We are all born to be men, but not all of us achieve manhood. For, for a myriad of reasons. All right. Um, hold on. Uh, the, the reason why I'm, I was going with that was uh, because it goes into, it steps, it goes, he went, it, to, it went for me, it went from, it went from spiritual to natural. It went from spiritual to natural. And, and what I mean oh. by that is, uh, hold on.
Hey, you can go ahead and play that next one. Yeah, let me play this next message from Chris. Uh, thanks for leaving the message, Chris, okay? Let's see what you guys think. There's this idea of, uh, like, the due to the women uh, being nine months pregnant, there's a moment within their um, natural life that they will be very vulnerable. And so uh, the man um, works to be able to cover her when she's vulnerable. And so we, we you know, get stronger as we get older. Um, we become a part of society. We bring income. We provide for the family, etc. Um, but that, all of that, all of that revolves around uh, that moment that you implant your seed into the, the womb of another woman. Um, and you take care of it. You take care of that land that is yours because you're about to create another you. Um, and so I, I personally believe that uh, whatever it means to be a man um, is it, it is correlated with taking care of that seed that you're implanting. So that goes that goes back to what we were saying as far as accountability and responsibility. You know, uh, but but then again, people. Uh, are not uh, are not brought up in that sense. You, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, society is 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 training up grown kids, which call themselves me. And I, I like this. And I, where I was going with uh, with Emmanuel, he said was you know being born as a a uh, a man and then coming into you know when you come of age. Uh, you are uh, uh, you 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 you're in the leadership, you know. All those things um, are are good, but they're not directly true. Because if that's the case, then that's why we have what we have out here today with these young kids thinking they men. You see, they're not. Pro- it's just like you going to. You it's going it's going into uh say if you go into the military, right? You're not a soldier until you pass uh basic training and and show and show yourself that you are ready to be a soldier to go out here and face whatever the face may be. They don't just you know you take the ASVAB test and they put the they put you uh in, oh you're a soldier now? No. And see, that's the thing with what society and people are doing. Oh, you are you here it is, you got this young boy faced with situation, but everybody telling him he's a man and he needs to he hasn't even got out of uh, boyhood yet. And I like this scripture where Paul says in uh first Corinthians chapter 13, 11, he said, When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. You see, so how can one still, in a sense, be a man, titled, but yet conduct themselves as a child because they're still in that childlike mindset? You, you see, so what he said as provider, this is what I do. I remember I was talking to a bunch of women since uh, a couple of these guys brought women into the picture. I was caught, I was, I was uh, being, um, in a sense, for real, but at the same time, 
um, I was telling them that I, I'm not a provider. I am, uh, uh, God is my, is the provider. I'm just one of the vessels that he used to help provide. Because the reason why I say that is this. Soon as a man or a male stops being able to provide or so-called something traumatic happens, guess what? Now he's looked or frowned upon. He looked down upon. And guess what? Now this person is trying to hold himself up by the bootstrap and he's losing all sight of everything that he may have thought he knew. And see, that's why I'm very careful in essence to know where I stand in the body of Christ. You see, first of all, it's knowing your identity. Now, if you're in the world, you got to play up to the world standard. But when the world pulls the rug from up under you and you fall flat on your face and now society's making you feel less than a man, how do one respond then? You, you see, because I'm giving you this title when you don't deserve it. So now when you prove to me again that you don't deserve it, I'm yanking it from you. And now everybody else is above you, women, race, whatever. Now, how do you how does a person operate as a man, so to speak, now when everything is against them and his back against the wall? You see, this is why I'm careful in essence, in, in reference to and in essence, not to take on the world title because it's just like a boxing match. You're in this heavyweight boxing. You, you're the world champ. Get your behind beat up and that title moves on. And see, to me, that's what society does. They give you a title, beat you down, and then they take the title from you. Now you're no longer the man or the champion. You get what I'm saying? You must be left. So I'm, basically, I'm still here. Oh, but you you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. You know, and and oh, that's why, huh? Yeah, it just means that you know, it's just so much, man. It's just so much. We just have to follow the rules, man. We got we have to recognize that. We can't go off our own height. We can't go off of our own understanding. But we have to look towards him who has all understanding and all power in his hand. Which is, which is God. Yeah. You know, the word of God. You know, even... And, and see, that's the thing. Now, how do we... How, because we're talking about mentoring and everything. Now... How do, you know, of course we pray about it, but how do we move forward? Because, see, everybody that I'm hearing, not here, but out here in these streets, uh, not stereo, but out here in the actual world, you know, they're uh, like one guy, um, a friend of mine. Well, he's not a friend. I went to this men's group at the church, right? Um, and this young guy, he says, you know, y'all sit up here and y'all say this. Y'all have failed us. And I'm like, you know, what does he mean he failed? And I, and I also hear it on the stereo, too, how men or church men or people in the church fail. So this is why kids are going elsewhere. And I'm like, you know, what we offer is not what the world offers. So it's not as tantalizing as what the world offers. So it's, 
It's not that we fail. It's the fact that you're not interested in what we're offering to help this failing generation be able to stand up in its proper sense. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you slightly. I'm gonna say on, on, on what that that is true. That is true to an extent, but the point that we have failed is also a very true point. It, because yes, not to say that we need to be like the world, but we also we have to be able to tell you know we have to tell the truth. We can't sugarcoat the truth. But we can also present it to them in a way that they can understand better. Because sometimes people just be like, oh, this is the way it is, and, and, and this is the way God said it, and this is this, and this is that, and that is this here. That, the, you know, the whole thing, the attitude that a lot of men in the church do have that turns off people. You know, they're talking to them about their own testimonies. Like, hey, look, I went through this here, man. I understand what you're going through, because I've been there. Hey, I was legit back in the day. Hey, man, I fell short, man. So I'm coming to you today. Yeah, okay. Teach, what, to what, show what, you my, what, to show you my mistakes, to make myself vulnerable, which is really being a man, being able to make yourself vulnerable in front of people instead of being so hard, like we was talking about, you know, being hard to be a man. No, it's to make yourself vulnerable to another man, in another place, another male in a place, so that you can help show them what a man really is. Right. I I want to ask you a question. Um, you said, uh, what part did you uh, disagree on? In reference to what the I only thing I said was about the um that the we that we don't see it the same way the world is and that's why they don't want to step. I'm saying that sometimes the church can say church men can say it in the wrong way. We, we don't we don't need to sugarcoat the truth. We need we have to tell the truth, but we also have to be able to state it in such a way that they can receive it. Right, right, right. So that 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 you know, and that's got your dinner over here, buddy. Huh? So maybe I, maybe I've said it wrong, but uh, oh, that's fine. Yeah. No, it's not even wrong. It's about getting more understanding. This isn't about cri- criticizing. Right. This is about elevating. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I wasn't criti- I wasn't criticizing you. I was trying to elevate. No, no, because I have a problem. No, I have, I have. Uh, a problem sometimes I, I'm not clear until I reiterate and then it comes out clear. So, yeah, it's it's, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, nah, you got some nah, messages. Got yeah, we got hit, 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 Yeah, hit him. All right. Chris. You know, for, for the next generation, I think it's important to encourage them and not to uh, judge or punish them because the punishment is already given. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're going to grow up and they're going to have veered off to the left or veered off far to the right and have are not able to receive um, the blessings because they, you know, they're still looking and they're still searching when it's like right in front of them. And so, you know, why add salt to the wounds? Um, if anything, it's important to, to look at their story, look at their parents, look at their grandparents, look at their ancestors and see um, what what veered them off to the left or right because it wasn't their fault you know what i mean like what, what kid is born knowing everything and um even when um someone teaches them um there's still some thoughts in their head that's telling them to do something else and so it's not their fault those thoughts were put there by them so um encouragement is is the way forward 
Okay. Encouragement, you know, uh, encourage them and, and, and like which way, you know, cause I, 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 my, my encouragement is like, it's like with my daughter, right? She's, uh, she's, she's 15. She'll be 16. So I give her encouraging words in reference to experience and the word of God, right? Experience and the word of God. But mm -hmm. then but at the same time, she feels as though, okay, you always, uh, you always got to correct or you always, it seems like she, she would say I'm putting her down, but I'm no, I'm saying that's not a good way to go. So, yes. but then guess what? But it's it's the how you, it, that's the how you say it part that we have to, to learn sometimes. And that's why no, it's no, great no. to talk Believe to me, people that are younger. When I, when, I talk to, when I talk to her, I talk to her, I, she already corrected me on that part. So now what I try to do is encourage but yet let her understand, hey, this is not... But guess what? Let's, let, I'm, I'm going to jump to this. She came back, and after she went on ahead, after I told her not to do something and let her know what would come, she went on and experienced it, and she said, you know what, Dad, I ain't going to do that no more. So what I'm finding out is this. I'm still going to tell her scripturally and, and application-wise, knowing that she's still going to <clears throat> do what she want to do but now she's going to come back and say you know what I ain't going to do that again so what I'm trying to do is like what God tried to do keep us from experiencing it but yet we still got to go experience it to come back and say you know what I ain't doing that no more uh -huh. exactly so, so with her oh but okay yeah I, I, I uh, my man said encourage me so, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. encouraging, they might take his, you know, the wrong way. So how do we yeah. encourage? You feel well, what I'm saying? Remember what it said in Proverbs. Proverbs, it said a soft answer turned away wrath. So yeah. sometimes we just have to, we, it, it, hey, I'm, I'm going to tell you like I tell people about posting stuff online. Follow the 10-second rule, especially when you feel any emotion. Follow the 10-second rule. Take t if you feel an emotion and you want to respond to something, Take a deep breath, wait 10 seconds, and then reply. Your reply is going to likely be a lot different than it would have been if you didn't follow the 10 seconds. Uh, hey, catch up. Emmanuel is posting a lot of messages. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on the yeah. move a little bit, so I ain't going to be able to catch him. So okay. go ahead and catch him. All right, so, uh, yeah. so when I talk about um, once a man is born, you are born to be in a position as a leader, it is truth. However, there are certain conditions that can, in a way, um, um, uh, uh, change that. Now, what I mean is, in every culture, or in every race, or in every certain different aspects of the, uh, or different circumstances can affect the way that a man uh, is brought up. Now, um, if a man is brought up by another man who teaches that, that kid, in accordance with, with 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 the beliefs of that person, and what I mean is, if person is a Christian and they are they're being brought up by a Christian father who who teaches them the Christian rules or who who, who teaches them the Christian principles, there's a different outcome of that person, or there's a different perspective of that person. Okay. Mm -hmm.
Okay, I got you, Emmanuel. But there's a different perspective of that person or that man in relation to everything that happens. And then you have the other side where if the man is not available and there is a strong woman who under the principles of 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 of, of God through the Bible teaches their kids, you know, the right ways that also can have a profound effect on the leadership yeah. of that boy or the the, the, or the way that that boy sees yeah. the world and then you have the third part where the environment plays a key factor you know uh -huh. in uh, how that boy or how that person react responds or reacts to circumstances or situations that comes into their life and okay. what i mean yeah. is when for example that boy or that man is faced with adversities or comes face to face for example when 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 life turns up on them now i'm i'm saying this um with with experience to it wow. you know and i'm saying this is from my perspective i was raised by a single mom because um and um my mom said a stout Christian and she brought she raised me up with with a lot with such virtues and at and 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 life shaped me from an early age real hard to the point when I grew up yeah my skin was toughened and when I say toughened I don't mean hardcore way but my mindset and the way I saw things were different you know reaction to um, just because someone uh, no, um, wants, wants, wants to have a fight or someone says something negative about me, nah, I had a different mindset from an early. Okay, hey, I'm, 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 I got. I know you got to finish the what you call it, uh, Emmanuel. So I, yeah, I agree with you on that. I was raised up, brought up by a strong uh, 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 black woman as well. You know what I mean, and uh, put principles and values now the only thing was slightly different well i was raised by two uh one my mom um and then when i ran away and went to a foster home then i was brought up for three and a half years up under the uh uh, uh tutorial or tutelage of of my spiritual mom you might well say the one that brought brought me into the word so so yeah you're right it, it it all starts with that 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 foundation of 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 how you know uh uh of of who's bringing you uh bringing you up so i'm, I'm gonna play the rest for me i attribute it to one my mom and then two the environment you know because i had to i had to sell sugar cane just to make ends meet to, to have enough money to pay for my for my for my, for my tuition fee you know, I had to, I had to sell stuff. I had to be on, under the sun, under the African sun, and toil and move. And I saw how hard my mom worked, and I saw what it took to. When you say a man, it's not just by word of mouth, but right. you've you had to you you had to have a different mindset. You know, yeah. different mindset. Right. So for me, I think the environment also plays a key role. And today, it has brought me where I am, and I'm always grateful. I'm always thankful. Because it shaped me in a certain manner that I'm, I'm going to pass that on to my kids. Right. That, hey, right. look, life is not all going to be smooth. However, you must keep moving and move in the direction of God, you know.
That's right. That's right. For me, I mean, that's just my um, view or my take on it. That um, most of the times it is not just, um, not just, you know, I mean, for example, uh, typical um, um, the culture in America, the environment will definitely have a, a, a huge role on how these kids who are now old and think they are men, you know, it right. will have a different um, effect on them, a different um, 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 outlook. The environment does that. Now you got people saying, oh, you're not a man. You can be whatever you want to be. All those stuff, you know, they all come in the culture of the place. You know, in in, in, right. in, in my country, right. Ghana, ha- having a gun is not something that people would even think about. But however, in America, there are, there are, there are people in America who, who believe owning a gun is, a, is something that everybody has to have. Right, right. You, you're right. My man Jab, he, he, he has more on that. You know that's true. You know they call it the cowboy, uh, the wet, uh, Western cowboys over here, um, where you know that's what society over here does. You know, and and again, that's that's another, that's another tool to use to uh, kill off uh, 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 the black race, and you know. But it seems like to me over here, you know, the black folk don't see it, you know, because it's embedded in their mindsets in reference to the wild, wild west type living. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I mean, you're the second person you wear that says your country, you know, where you are, um, um, doesn't have, have those gun rules. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you know, but over here, you know, um, it's infested. Why? Because I see the government plays a factor in that. Yeah, I, I see that. You know, uh, the NRA is is very is very big on that. You know, um, the laws is set up for them to to conquer and divide and uh, as as black men, whatever man. You know, we see what we still play. We still dance to the tune. So, yeah, I appreciate exactly everything what you're saying, the culture, the environment, you know, over here in the United States, bruh, we have a contaminated environment and the laws are contaminated. You know, everything is just dilapidated. And I I see my people, black people, colored people, whatever the name they want to be, dark skinned people, I'm black. Uh, I'm dark skin. I'm whatever, melon, whatever they want, a new words. But I see it and I refuse to partake of it. You see, but you have many that's not refusing to partake of it because of their environment. If I don't have this, I'm subject to get this. I'm subject to get that. You know, if I stand up against, you know, the drug dealers in here, I'm subject to. So it's, a, it's the whole the whole thing to me is I see fear factor being pushed for an agenda so um i i don't i I don't go along with all this systematic stuff because if you see that the system is broken why keep going to the person that put the system in place to think they're going to fix it it's not going to work and if we're not going to try to uh fix it based on you know looking back at history how we was always then why complain about it you see, so 
you know, we want men to man up, but then men bowing down at the same time with the excuses of what's going on now. And uh, so how do we fix it? I'm going to put it like this. How I don't fix it. I can't fix it. I'm not relying on the government to fix it because I see what's going on. But what I do is I walk the line that God has put in his Bible, in essence, for one person to do one thing at a time. You know, if 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 I'm out here and a girl does not want I'm, I'm just using this as an example, if a girl does not want me per se, then why should I keep trying to go get her when she's showing me she does not want me? She's not trying to help me. Why would I then be aggravated knowing this and then retaliate? You see, so manning up is 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 an inward thing. Manning up is not going to the government and and or 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 beating your black man or or counter person down and thinking that you just accomplished something. Now, manning up is accountability and responsibility to to at least check yourself, and I'm going to say check yourself according to the word of God and see if you're lying. And if you're not, then guess what? To me, that's not a man. To me. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I know you got one more, Emmanuel. Uh, I appreciate that, you know, dialogue that you shared. I'm going to listen to this uh, other one that you left, but I just wanted to say you know, I appreciate different you. outlooks on things and all these things will shape up whoever that man is. The environment, the kind of peers that a person meets, the kind of association that person has, all these come together to shape and also even the, 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 the religious stance of that person, what they believe, the beliefs of that man all shapes up, you know? So right. some, because their dad didn't take care of them, they get they have an enmity towards their, their fathers. But a question, but I have a different outlook. We all gonna die one way or the other. So why hate? There yes, you go. it's painful. But then if you believe that you're a Christian, you're supposed to forgive. It's tough. Right. But that's what it takes if you really want to be in that position. And and I I want I want I want to say I appreciate this last comment that you made. I appreciate all the comments that you left, Emmanuel brother. Uh but especially especially this last one when you brought about the word hate. Man, see, that's the whole point that there's so much hate in humanity in itself to where you many folks can't get past the hurt or past uh, uh, the, 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 the stigmatism. I mean, because we're holding on to so much hate. And the thing I can say about it is that it's saying forgive and release the hate, but you got so much other out here saying now nah, hold on to the hate and see i've i've checked into a lot of little different other belief systems and all that and all this stuff is is just band-aids the only one that digs in and cleans the wound out and puts the salve on it to heat to me it's it's whole truth and it's entire take out color take out uh, the, 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 the do's and the don'ts and if you just look at the word in itself it speaks life but see we can't get past color we can't get past we want to blame uh, Europeans for this for that this that and the other when God has already ordained this from the beginning of the word when he spoke it this thing is coming so guess what I'm a man up 
to still continue to be responsible for my household, uh, no matter how much uh, uh, the enemy comes at. I know if he's throwing a curveball, I'm not going to swing at it. If he throws a strike, you know, and, and I, I thought it was a curveball, guess what? I'm not going to blame the umpire for making the wrong call. You know, if I'm riding the pine because I'm not up to par yet, guess what? I'm not going to blame society. I'm going to look at myself, you know, and I'm going to make this according to how God set the standard. You know, so as a man, yeah, we, we, we got to we got to wake up to a, a, a whole nother standard of life and living. And my direction is the word of God. Maybe other folks have, you know, uh, evolution and you know, whatever the case may be, hate may be their form of manhood. But again, to me, hate is more of a weak person model than what God offers. I mean, hey, yo, uh, big boy, uh, one old boy, I'm uh, 301. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm playing okay. you now, baby. Let me say this. I have three boys, two girls, and a grandson, okay? And you could talk to a child all you want to. That may get interpreted either way. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's how you say it or what you say. But more important than what you're saying is the example that you're showing. Like you can get a whole lot more done by showing them a successful direction. And it's up for them to pay attention. Right. But it first starts with you as a parent, you as a mentor. Setting the right example for other people to see. Not so much about what you say. You know what I'm okay. saying? People could talk right. a good one. But the proof is in the pudding. The example that you show, like, it is what it is. Right. Right. It's, like, it's like that old song. Practice what you preach. You keep telling me this and you keep telling me that. But if you ain't practicing what you preach, it don't mean it don't not say you're being. God didn't say go out there and tell everybody in the world how good we is. God said let the light from him shine out to the world. So we can't just talk. Our light can't shine if we ain't doing the right thing. So that's that's why we have to be careful as Christians. And that's what I was talking about earlier about a lot of times in the church, a man will tell a, a young boy to do one thing, but then you go out to the street corner and you see him doing the exact opposite. And that hypocrisy has has turned a lot of people away from the church. Yeah, yeah. I I found, I'm gonna play this next one. But yeah, big boy, I appreciate that. Now, here. now, don't get me wrong. I talk to my kids about everything, and we're talking about our men. I talk to my girls too, but I talk to my kids about the goods, the bads, the uglies. My examples. I incorporate the scriptures. You know what I'm saying? From the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Real life situations. Do they always right. listen? No. This generation is bent on proving that they know what to do. They proving that they <laughs> grown. They feel like they responsible. We know different. We know that they not. There are certain things that you gotta, you gotta accomplish. There are certain things that you gotta accomplish in life. You're supposed to be raised from birth to 18. And by the time you turn 18, you should be ready to step out there in the real world and handle responsibilities as a man. Put them childish things away. It's grown man stuff to do. 
You feel me? You know what I'm saying? But right. they don't always. And, and you're right about that, bro. You know, uh, and I, I, I truly agree about being that example. Uh, the word says, let your light so shine before men that they come, that they may see your good works and glorify the father. You know, um, and, and that's the same thing I do. My daughter gets to see both sides. Me living that ex- exemplified life before her and then how, you know, uh, sisters and brothers and all of them live opposite of the way of God. Now, like you said, do they always listen? No, because I, I didn't. I didn't. You know what I mean? But it's... um. Um, this is, I'm going to read this. It's, uh, it's a scripture. Like I said, I like to share scriptures in essence to anything that I'm sharing uh, pertaining to life in general, because uh, the God, the creator of life, uh, this is this is the book uh, that we are, you know, many folks say, well, it's just written for one group of people, you know, so forth and so on, and it's not written for nobody else. But you know what? I beg to differ, because this has principles that reaches far beyond one race of people or one nationality of people. And I'm going to read this. It's coming out of uh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14. I'm um, just reading verse 20. I'm going to read it in the uh, New Translation. I'm going to read another it says in verse 20, dear brothers and sisters, don't be childish in your understanding of these things. Be innocent as babies when it comes to people. Be mature in understanding this. I'm going to read it in a different verse. It says uh, in verse 20, brethren, be not children in understanding. How be it? In malice, be ye children. But in understanding, be men. You see, I like what it says. Malice in this is right here is an evil desire to to intended to do harm to someone. And here, Paul, God through Paul, the Holy Spirit through Paul is telling us to instruct us. If you notice, he said, in malice, be babes. See, ba- baby, babies do not have any ill will or in, any intent to do harm to anybody because of their innocence and because of of their uh the childlike manner but look what he says something that we as males don't don't operate in it says but in understanding be men you see a lot of us we jump the gun we we don't hold fast to trying to really get an understanding of any situation at hand. Uh, you know, they say men are not to be emotional, but when anger comes out, that's an emotion. And anger generally comes out, from my experience, from lack of understanding or accepting uh, or or the uh, accept, uh, uh, lack of um, responsibility or accountability, you know, you know, not listening, you know, want to prove a point, you know, so how do we become men? Here it is. I read two scriptures in reference to how we should live accordingly, how we should act. And this is from the word of God. I know many other books might have watered it down to make it sound like it's something easily attainable. But I learned how to become a man through me 
investigating and reading these scriptures and asking God for help and seeing it throughout the scriptures in reference to how a man is not supposed to act and how a man is supposed to act accordingly to how God wants him. You know, um, unfortunately, you know, it, it took me years, but I'm, I'm at a good point. You know what I mean? So uh, I just wanted to share that. My brother, he uh, he's at work. You know, he's, he's, he's in the cut, you know. Um, so hopefully um, he'll come on back and maybe to add something to that. Uh, if anybody have any questions or comments that still be on, um, hey, we, we welcome all questions and comments this time. This is an open hey, man. Show, so, you know. You talking some good stuff to me. I, I ain't got nothing to say but the amen, right now. Cause you read on for yeah. it, you know. But hey, as always, you you say an hour, we always go, we always go over an hour, bro. So I don't mm -hmm. even know why you, yeah, I don't even know why you put an hour out there. Yeah, we was going about two and a half already. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> want some change, man. You know, what time you get off? Oh, uh, I get off at seven. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, that's what's up. I was, I was. Uh, let me, let me see some. I'm a, I'm a look up something real quick. Okay, hold on. I just see something on his, on his page. It says jury has reached a verdict in the Chauvin trial. Uh, will be read in court at three thirty. Uh, let me see. I don't know who this is. See, this is why I don't keep up with all that. Um, and they had to call. It says National Guard troops called to the U.S. cities ahead of the Chauvin verdict. It's across the country are preparing for protests as the jury in the murder trial of the former police officer Derek Chauvin entered into the second day of deliberation on Tuesday with the memory of last summer's protest after George Floyd's death still fresh. Some of the states have ordered National Guard troops to be on standby in anticipation of large protests if this is an acquittal. Now, is this concerning the police officer or something? Or yeah, yes, police chief. So who 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 yes. is that? Like I said, I'm not I'm not too much. Let me keep reading. Oh, that's he that's said, the Derek Chauvin said, trial. That's the police officer who had his knee on the guy's neck. So oh, they did the trial. So this is the verdict oh. coming up in in about three or four minutes. They're gonna read the verdict. Okay, so that's his name. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. But now you know what? If he they only deliberated for eleven hours, he's not. They only deliberated for eleven hours. They gonna get him for something big. It didn't take long. Are you? I don't know if they gonna get him for the. For, um, actually, I'm in somebody's apartment, and yes, it's on TV right now on CNN. Okay. Judge essentially assess that. So if there's a conviction, the judge will then weigh the allegations of aggravating factors and decide whether the sentence reflects that. There's always a 
So, it, they should be reading in one minute. Okay. So I think I might just be here and, and lit, watch the verdict and we can discuss yeah, yeah, the whole situation in terms of being a man. Because this is another thing. Our cops need to learn how to be men too. Because yeah. apparently yeah. a lot of cops yeah. are not being men. Because a man, a man yeah. don't operate in the fear of his life constantly that he has to do something like that to somebody. Or he has enough love in him that he wouldn't hurt somebody in that circumstance. Like I've, I've been seeing other people, right? I've never heard of nobody having a knee on somebody's neck for one minute, talking about nine minutes and 29 seconds. Right. Have right. you? I'm saying the only time I've seen a knee on somebody's neck is in MMA, and that's usually for three seconds, and the guy taps out. That's it. Over. Right, right. <laughs> right. It doesn't go past three seconds, because if you got on three seconds, that blood flow or that air flow is getting choked off. And they ain't gonna stay there too long, right? Yeah, they call, yeah, I, they call it move a go go platter. Yeah, I wouldn't mind hearing this part because you know, I mean that 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 was that was an actual just murder right there, like you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's wanting the murder. Now, would I be hurt? Yes. Would I get upset? No. And the reason why I can't get upset is because this has been going on for years. And so it's history history tells you nothing new under the sun. History tells us they've been doing this forever. So yeah. the catch is not yeah. to ask people what to do, but it's it, it's as men, we have to stand up and demand what needs to be done. Yeah, but But see that requires men, like, not just the black men, that requires men, other men to be men as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we, yeah. we see black men are being men and still die. Like, look at Philando Castillo. He did everything he was supposed to do. They, they asked for his gun license. He went to grab it. They wanted to see the gun. He went to grab it. They shot and killed him. He didn't do anything wrong. You see now. He did exactly what he was told. But check this out. Now, that part. You all may enter in because, see, that was a setup for me. That's just like down here in Georgia. I'm not finna go get nothing. I'm gonna let you get it yourself. So that way, you mm-hmm. can say that I was reaching for something and, oh, I had a gun. Now, officer, you have my. No, I'm gonna keep my hands on the steering wheel. I ain't reaching for nothing. You can grab it. I'm like, okay, you know, my I, phone I, is I, here. You can come. Get- yeah, you can I get my phone. Out. You can unlock it. Yeah. So, so see, sometimes, even though when we comply, see, that's another stack of the cards. That's that's another uh, card that's stacked against us. So even if we comply, guess what? Oh, he was reaching. I didn't know. You see, that's their excuse. So we as individuals have to look at all these examples of these. And, and I'm saying that situation is crazy. Because he literally could have not grabbed it, and they still could have shot him for not get, for not complying. Well, see, <laughs> that's true. You see, so and that's the reason why I'm saying complying, complying with the, if a person has malice in their heart, there's no way to comply. Yeah, you, you yeah, can't comply, no way to comply. To, right. to 
to hate. There's no comp- there's no way to comply to hate other than not exist. Yeah. And that's what they try to do. They try to make us not exist. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, and that's, that's why I say that's Mm-hmm. You know, and, and there's just nowhere around that part. Oh. Hello? Right. We, you know, uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know, um, we just, you know, it's a, it's a case. See, that's where God comes in. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in at. That's, that's where his coming. People believe or want to accept it, but I mean. Yeah, you know, because you need that conscience you know, in you. Yeah. Huh? You need to have the Holy Spirit, or at least your spirit, functions as your conscience. Now, the Holy Spirit can make it stronger, but if you don't feed that spirit, that conscience will get weaker and weaker to the point where you don't have no conscience. Right. And you just be on your own. Keep it like, like Derek Chauvin, that guy didn't have no conscience. No conscience, yeah. None. No that means he ain't got no spirit in him whatsoever because he... That, that, that show you when it talks in the Bible about being a retrograded mind, that was him. Because his actions show, show retrobation. <laughs> They they ain't say nothing yet. Oh no, I'm gonna go check it in the break room now. So that I, I was out and about moving around. Hello. Hello. Still on the move. I'm gonna go check on this verdict now. Oh, okay. I'm going to here. Uh, no, they ain't came out to read it yet. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. Hello. Hello, lady. You you cheating on me? <laughs> I just saw you Thursday or Friday. Oh, Tell them you better than that, right? Oh, I guess you answered my question. It's okay. <laughs> we haven't got it all together. No, we part of it up here. <laughs> 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 I'll see y'all ladies later. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, working in the retirement community. So interesting.
Uh, um, yeah, they was the, the judge that came out yet, so that means um, I'm gonna keep moving it for a little bit. And I get somebody else's house, they probably hopefully the verdict be close to being read. Oh, uh, the verdict? No, it ain't been read yet. I'm, I'm, I'm... Two more days, I'll be fifty-three. Oh, jeez. Um, less than less than two months, I'll be I'll be forty five. You be what? Forty five. Okay. Man, forty five. I know you remember those days, right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it went by so fast. Every year, I'm learning how to be a man, bro. Every month. And that's a hard job. I mean, a hard role. Yes, it is. It's much harder than we could ever believe. Right. And for fit Mm -hmm. folks. But you know what? It's even harder for the married people. Just moving. Mm-hmm. You ready to take your walks to deal? Oh, okay. It's hard. You know, I was talking to a guy at work today. In essence, to you know, this man situation. And um, how Hi, mm-hmm. that How you doing? Mm-hmm. Your pills. Yeah, it takes two, man. The the man and the woman. You doing for that? You know to yep. have an understanding. But with society putting the women on top or above the man, it makes it hard to see. A man or or a male to be a man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, that's so, men's fault too, because we don't do. Yeah. We don't take yeah. our yeah. There you go. You know, so I mean, and that's what we were talking about. Is it's the fault? It's just like when when I, I'm in a uh, church. And the men are complaining, or the guys are complaining about the women being on post. Well, why not you get on post? You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying what they, you know what, why they doing? You know, they they just they fill in the shoes where where the men. The men ain't doing this job. So. Why get mad at society because they putting a the woman above the male feet? Must be in the bathroom. Do anything. Mm-hmm. If we gonna be like Adam, oh, it was the woman you gave me. Yep. Oh, it these women, it these women in these high positions. 
bro. Yeah, the woman take the high position because the man didn't do his job. There you go. That man did his job. Eve wouldn't have had no chance to even hear from hear from the snake. So he's been protecting his he's been protecting his um, woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So okay, the women are going out getting the job, uh, getting the education, right? The men playing, the men or the guys are playing video games, getting hot. So what's wrong with that? That's a man problem. No, nah, it don't work that way. Well, the women got to raise the child because she trusted uh, Super. or whatever the case may have been. Now she with a child, you, uh, uh, you gone. For now, she run out the child support. Now, the you want to complain about this? Right. You see, so... Antibiotics? Yeah. Anything like that, they just put it in with all the other people. So, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. My pleasure. So you have a great day. Like, um, the, the, the guys of today that's not holding down accountability or responsibility or respect for uh, a child that they bring in, to me, should be called like Adam. You know, that's and, and Adam got cut off for what he did. Yeah. No, don't call him Adam because Jesus came and became the second Adam. So that Adam, so Adam's name is straight now because Jesus came and was Adam. But he, he walked the walk and talked the talk. But guess what? You still got the old Adam pointing fingers at the at, at, at the wrong of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what we got Matthew 7, 1 through 5 for. Work, work, work out that plank first before you start looking at, the, at those bits. Get that big beam out your eye, boy. And then you got you got you got a whole two by four up in there, and you trying to look at and you trying to look at a little piece of sawdust in somebody else's eye. <laughs> right. Get real. Hey, hey, I remember on the news, right? There was this lady. She recognized her son in the midst of all these people. Looting and stuff, right? She went out there and smacked that boy to death, Tony kids behind. Now, you telling hey. me this woman evidently wasn't no weak woman to go on TV and straight her son out. So, this is why I tell when men want to start bashing women, reference they can't raise a child. I mean, we're going to do all what we want to do. But when that woman came out there and did that, me. You know, hey, it ain't no time for all this getting out here. Think you going and then something happened to you. You know, now now people, oh, he was a good child, this, that, and the other. Knowing he was a doggone uh, a terrorist out there. So, you know, it's a lot of accountability that all of us had to take. But because we're so, I'm gonna say, because we're so divided, there's no way we can unite. Mm-hmm. And, and see, we don't. That's because we don't recognize. We don't recognize the real enemy. The real enemy ain't man. The real enemy is Satan. Right. True. And that's why God told you to love your enemies. 
because he knew Pete right. Man wasn't in it. I'm gonna see what this one message like. Yeah, here it is. You know, one thing I always say, yeah, we always say, oh, the man is a king. The man is. How can you? How can you be a king when you're thinking like a slave? That don't work. <laughs> that is not gonna work. We have so many men claiming, so many men claiming to be men, but they're really boys. Yeah, understand. <laughs> they ain't got no teeth. You got milk teeth, baby teeth. And you're trying to chew bone. That ain't going to work. You need experience. You need stronger bones. You need strong teeth to bite. And be ready also to be bitten. You understand? When you're the man, I'm not saying that the man is supposed to be, you know, like a macho guy. No, 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 no. The man is supposed to be the calm, thinking one. Right. Gotta know right. when to react and when not to react. That's right. That's right. Hey, but that, hey, that was a good one you said. How you gonna be a king when you're thinking like a slave? Yeah, I like that one, man. I like that one. See, the other thing. When, see, God, God, God has put all these rules down. He's put everything down. God, the one who made us, is trying to show us that, look, if you want to be a man, this is the way to go about it. First and foremost, you need to follow and be looking at me and his word. But what you got? You got people turning upside down. The Bible says, spare the rod and spoil the child. And we go, oh, if you, if you, if, if, if you use that rod on that boy, or if you talk anything, now we got all kinds of abuse. Oh, um, language abuse or voice, whatever they call it, abuse. I mean, another thing. And then you know, you got countries like America saying, "Oh, God bless America," but we ain't, we ain't but you ain't ready to listen to what he has to say. <laughs> right. The system. Yeah. Is totally anti against him. You want to be a representative. You want to be a man, and you want to be a good man. You want to be a respect, respectful young, and no, the kind that follows uh, uh, um, um, the right way. How you feel gonna be a man when you're still playing with the boys? Dang, that that's not gonna happen. God teaches there are so many principles and rules you know god is the ultimate one that we need to follow be like him but hey we got we got we got all kinds of stuff that goes on here going contrary to what he says that's right if you think he left an example he loved jesus as an example of how to walk the walk so he ain't got no excuse no more uh-uh Check this out. I'm going I'm to read a couple of scriptures in reference to a man. This is the Bible. Many folks want to say it's the white man Bible, but I'm going to put it like this. If this white man tells you how to be a man, you need to follow it then because a lot of black ain't trying to go that route. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this from 1 Corinthians I always like I'm gonna read in this uh first Corinthians chapter sixteen. 
Uh, verse 13 and 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It says, I'm going to read in the, uh, the NL, NLT. It says, be on God, stand firm in the faith. Be courageous, be strong, and do everything in with love. Verse 16. Oh, hold on. Uh, it says, you know that Stephen and his household were the first to harvest of the believers in Greece. And they were spending their lives in service to God's people. I urge you, dear brothers and sisters, to submit to them and others like them who serve with such devotion. That is... Mm-hmm. That's it. Serve with love. Most important part. There you go. You can't serve God and hate. That means if you hate, if you have hate in your heart, you are operating outside the will of God. That's why they say you got to get, if, you, if there's a problem with your brother before you go to action, offer a sacrifice, go fix your problem with your brother, then come off the sacrifice. Otherwise, your sacrifice ain't going to be accepted. And we know that's true because we went back to, if you go back to Genesis, and look at the story of Cain and Abel, that's the reason why Cain's offer. Sacrifice was not offered because it was not offered with love. Check this out. Songs, songs one, songs mm-hmm. one, one through six. It says this: Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scorners. All right. But look, but look what it says. Uh, hold on, I gotta find it. Just one of the many. One. It says, yeah. uh, it says, yeah. verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law uh-huh. does he meditate day and night. This is yeah. what type of man that God orchestrates. He says that type of man will be blessed. One who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, this worldly system. So not, worldly not the ones who listen to society's rules, but That's the ones right. who listen to God's rules. He says, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Look at the benefit. It says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his season, his leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Now, many folks, mm. many folks will say, look, it's time out for all that. You know, we've been waiting long enough. But see, the Bible tells us that our timing is not the same as God's time. Never. But see, that's what society's getting tired of. So now they got to manipulate and and bring about their own infrastructure, which is really, you know, uh, uh, not something that we should stand on. You know, you know, uh, and and see, we, we, we gotta realize, you know, what the word is really trying to, you know, I mean, yeah, if, if you don't want to participate in it, then I understand you know what I'm saying? Um, I understand. But the word of God in itself 
is our truth. The word of God in itself, it show it does not dictate, it directs. You see, that's the one thing that we people don't we hear. Direction means huh? you have to choose to serve God. God's not going to put the, the hammer over you and say you must do it. He'll tell you the consequences for not doing it. Big uh-huh. difference. Let's see. And that's why. I hope you're gonna you, know, you see, being a man or is is or growing. Oh, you don't need that clip because you know we put it in the box. Growing into a man paper, into, yeah. mm-hmm. is not is not an easy thing. Look at here. I like this part. I like. You know, gentlemen, yeah. You know, there is a saying that, oh, the man is the head, which is true. And the lady is the neck. And the lady is as equally important as the, the head. The, what does the Bible say? The Bible says the man is the head of the family. And the lady is to support him. What good is a neck when the head is crazy? <laughs> it ain't no good. What good is the head when the neck? What what good is the neck when the head is crazy? The head no good. It doesn't matter how what decision that the body would take. It's gonna go down. That's why I always say, as a man, you are a spiritual leader. You are direct contact or point of reference for God. So we need to keep our head clear. Hey, I like what he just said, right? Because I'm looking at Second Timothy, uh, First Timothy chapter 6, right? And it says, mm-hmm. you know, it says right here, but thou, O man of God. See, first of all, we got to be a man of God. We got to we got to be that man that God uh, a man that God can, you know, rely on a man of God. Look what it says. Flee these things these things and follow after righteousness. It says follow after righteousness, godliness, faith. Look at this word that most men don't like. Love, patience, and meekness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, I think a man supposed to be raw, raw in your face. Hey, you got strong. No, that's not a man. A man is like you say; it has meekness. You look at the fruit, you look at the nine fruits of the spirit. That's what a man. That's what God's being supposed to be. He's supposed to have all that stuff. Know what I'm saying? Right. I like what Paul. I like what Peter. I mean Timothy. Paul says to Timothy in uh, in verse uh, chapter Mm -hmm. 1, I mean verse chapter 5, verse 8. Look what he says. He says this. He says, uh, he says, um, and these things give in charge that they may be blameless. He was talking giving some more instructions for the widows and everything, right? But then verse says, it says, but if any, but if any 
He has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Yep. Well, if you know the truth and you don't practice the truth, then you you horrible. Right. Look, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Old Testament. That word again. That word again. Word. That love word. I'm getting ready to show you again. See, when men talking mm-hmm. about, you know, men or guys ain't supposed to love. But see, see, now, now we gotta understand we're coming out the Bible. So if 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 a man or a person or human or male figure is not living according to the word or not trying to live according to the word, yeah, love, love is not is not gonna be something that uh he can't comprehend or compute. Uh, uh, what it says in Micah ver- chapter 6 verse 8 it says this um, he says he hath showed the old man what is good and what does the Lord require of thee but this is what the Lord requires it says but to do justly and to love mercy to love mercy to love and then have mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. See, this is what this is what he requires. You see, so therefore, a person that's not operating under the guidelines or direction of God, I'm gonna just say it like this: It's not a man. Nope, not definition. Nope, not at all. Definition. Now, I'm gonna read this this note. It says, uh, "God desires." Men to have a genuine heart and be in a relationship with him first before we can really be in a relationship with anybody else. Uh, it says yep. the underlying purpose of all the detailed observances required by the mosaic law is summed up uh is summed up in these brief statements mercy is translated from the hebrew word cheese uh the closest old testament equivalent into the new testament is grace the term grace that's that's that's, that's uh, it incorporates the two Check this out. This incorporates the two commandments which Jesus said were the most important. To love your God and to love your neighbor as yourself. That's in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 and Matthew 22, 34 through 40. You see, so Mm -hmm. if, if, if we're trying, if guys or males are trying to avoid the the uh the most important wording or characteristic of God, which is love. Um, guess what? We're we're we'll never be in, get into man. that position. At least you know. God's man. You might be the right. world's man, but you know the, the world's man don't amount to hill of beans. Right, right. The world's so, man is responsible. So, the world's man is responsible for the most horrible atrocities in, in human history. 
the Holocaust, um, the Holocaust of the Native Americans, the Holocaust of um, Chateau slavery, um, how all the Slavs were treated, um, everything you can think of horrible that happened in human history happened for men who didn't understand God's love. Well, even the Crusades, it. even the Crusades, they were supposed to be done in Jesus' name, but they weren't done with love. They were done to, to, do, to get a purpose, a greed purpose, and a power purpose. But that's not how you get power. You want God's power, you get it by not wanting, by not wanting worldly power. Ooh, ooh, oh, there's that upside down kingdom thing again, ain't it? Right. Everything that makes sense to men is foolish to God, and likewise. That's right. If you want to be, and, if you want to be God's man, then you don't want to be the world's man. Because the world man is the, the antithesis of God's man. I see uh, Chloe B was in the house. I think she's still here. I, yo, T nineteen eighty four EMC for life. Rose. 432. I see y'all in the house. I see y'all. Lizard 91 underscore 916. Maddie Yah Thahu. Love. Thanks for joining us. Huh? Thank y'all all for joining us. Yes. Silver Court. We just have this discussion. On, on what God's man really is, not humans' man, God's man. Just manning up in the sense of biblical uh, performance, biblical uh, way of the God. Billy JF, appreciate you for just stopping in. Shout out to everybody. Hey, did the verdict come through yet? Has anybody heard about the verdict of the, the, the police officer that killed uh, George Floyd? It ain't came through yet. We're still waiting. Hey, you know what? It must be bad news, bro. Because that's taking too long. No, it's supposed to have been done. It don't take that long. They, they didn't deliver it that long. So it's going to be a guilty verdict for some time. I just don't know what. Yeah, well, I'll... I guarantee, I guarantee the people still ain't gonna be happy, whatever the verdict is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just waiting for him to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's this other one? Okay, the doctor wants to check it. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Oh, it's happening right now. Okay. Let's see what they got going on. We're waiting on his verdict, y'all, to see. Which way it's gonna go? This is my first time watching some news and listening to a verdict, knowing sometimes the verdict goes the opposite way. All right, to the jury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the offense show in there. 
96 over 87. So he guilty on three counts. Yep. Got to see what 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 kind of sentence he gets. Huh? guys one thing i like to chip in i've been listening for a minute here one thing we need to understand here yeah, with this whole thing about man man manning up what is a man a man is a spiritual being living in a body that's number one we come from god and to him we return that's number two the only way that we can survive on this planet that we call earth is if we link up to the source and that is God and that's what most men can't see or have chosen not to go with the minute you decide to go away from God all hell break loose on you and that's one <laughs> thing that we need to know but God is not that kind of man because he coming for your heart it doesn't matter how long it takes the man gonna keep pondering on you till you till, till he gets you and if he doesn't get you at least he's tried and he's not going to force himself on you that's one thing he never does and that's one thing that we need to know now as the man for a man to man up you need to be the king for you to be the king is to be the servant not to be the one to be served so every man has got to be a servant you have to have the servant's 
Character. Okay, I like that. I like that. Have the mindset of a king, but have the characteristics of a servant. Humility. Have the characteristics of a of of, of a king. Humble yourself. Hard work. Determination. Never giving up. Going even when it's hard. Now that's one thing that makes us. Being a man is about being the king. Being a man is about being a king with the mindset of a king, but with the characteristics of a servant. That means that a king is supposed to be the one to serve, not to be the one to be served. If you want to be a man and man up, you need to be in that uh, position of serving other people. You need to be in the position of being of being dedicated, dedicating your time, dedicating your life, being the one to grind, being the one to work hard, work hard and work smart. These are the characteristics that I feel is uh, um, clearly depicts who a man is. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know hey, why. Man. Anytime I try hey, to talk man. about this whole thing, man, some call comes in or something comes up and kind of messes <laughs> up uh, my recording. But anyway, like I said, to be a man and manning up is to be the king. And what does the lion does? The lion is the king of the jungle. He don't need to be announcing it. No. Right. Every character, every attribute of the of a lion. Shows you that he's no ordinary person. He's a king. He's a ruler. You know. He's a ruler. And he knows himself. And as men we need to know ourselves too. You know in the Bible right. made a statement. In one of, I don't know there's that verse. But some people went in to cast out some demons. And they, they didn't even know uh, um, Christ. And then they yeah, went. Yeah, yeah. And they said in the name of Peter. Uh, of Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> Uh, whose who's servant is Peter or something like that? Yeah. So they try to cast out that demon from that this 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 man or woman or whoever that person was, yeah. and the and the, and, the, and, the and, and 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 what the demon said holds some some form of truth in it. He said, "Peter, I know. Jesus, I know. But you, who are you? That's a thing. We got we got men here who don't even know who they are." Yeah. Jesus asked that question. He said, "Who do people say I am?" I am. That's a question yeah. we need to ask ourselves once in our yeah. lifetime. Ask yourself, "Who am I?" You know, "Who am I?" Who are you? It's a good question. One that yeah. cannot be easily answered when you have you have to think about it. Who are you? Well, I appreciate your input, bro, man, because hey, you brought you brought light, you know. You brought a lot of stuff, and I, I appreciate your input. Not uh, in uh, 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 Yah three hundred one boy. I appreciate you know the comments. You know, and see that's one thing I guarantee you. If this was something of of a show for blame, a show for you know putting down one and, and lifting up self and all that, we'd have had a whole lot of people comment on this thing. You know, in reference, in essence, to, you know, uh, the lack of man and, and all that. But see, anytime I'm on the show, I'm not I'm not doing a show for my edification and and to tearing down. It's all for the edifying. 
all that either listens or 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 or, or I'm look I'm seeking to help. You know, um, and, and, and I like what you said, Emmanuel. The king is not just to be served, but is to humble himself to serve. And that's what Jesus spoke about. You know, and I like that last statement that you made as well, is to ask your question, well, who am I? You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, and, and those are some those are some good questions that male figures should ask themselves. Well, who, who am I? Or why am I doing what I'm doing? Why you see yeah. instead of always blaming? So I appreciate your uh most mo- all, all your comments. Yeah, it, it just goes when he, when he was talking about this, the king. You should have the mindset of the king, but your actions should show yourself to be a servant. That's the upside down kingdom. I always talk about. You elevate yourself in God's kingdom by lowering yourself in this one. Yeah, yeah, you know so. I appreciate the comments, you know, uh, and uh, and who was that? It was a couple of uh, uh, y'all boy, 301 boy. I appreciate your comment. I know he probably gone by now. Um, and uh, it was another guy that, that first came in. I know he's gone uh, because, like I said, our, our you know, shows that we'll just have uh, are to edify and at least plant, plant a seed. You know what I'm saying? Because there's enough weeds out here planted that ain't really doing that. Like my grass. It looks like, oh, you going to cut your grass? I'm like, man, that's not grass. That's weed. Yeah, I'm going to cut them. You know, so, so, and, and that's what, you know, uh, Jab, when you start doing your thing or whoever, like me or you, however it goes, you know, it's all about edifying and building up the body, you know, and planting the seed. You know, on some on some or, or, or sometimes or sometimes it just have to be you have to um till the soil a little bit because yeah. people ain't even ready yeah. for nothing to take place. You got to just give them something so they can just they can rock it up, break it up a little bit so that somebody else can lay a seed. Yeah, you know, and we all know what the prime the the, the, the problem is, it's seen. We know that. We know it's the evilness of the world. We know that. They might not get a sentence today. They might be. Oh, they're not doing it today. I don't think sentences have to be about two weeks from now. Yeah. They mentioned they had to do these different things. And no, the verse, the sentence is not coming today. Because they have to do hearings before sentences. Right. Oh, look, on mitigation so, and masturbation. And I want I want to send a shout out to a lot of the ladies that uh participated. You know, mm-hmm. may not have left the comment, but you came in and you listened. You know, um, I know this probably been something different. You know, in reference to you know uh a man a man. Uh, manning up, meaning uh, uh, just uh, holding themselves accountable to their responsibility, you know. Yep. A lot of people ain't ready for that kind of talk. She, she, yeah, right. She, she said this. She said, if you ever bring a child into this to this world, it's on you to take care of it because that child didn't ask to be here. You see, the real talk came from inside my mama's house. 
you know, not in the streets. Because the streets will tell you to get it and go. And then now you left mm-hmm. your child behind. And and now you're running for the rest of your life from your responsibility. So, you know, manning up is not hiding your emotions and being a big bad wolf trying to blow down everybody's house. But it's, it's, it's in accordance to the scriptures that we shared. Let me see what we got. Amen. You know, brothers. All right. One thing, yeah. Do you know the 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 the, the biggest man up, or the biggest man who mans up, <laughs> whatever way position you interchange it to, is God. And right. just when I was coming, <clears throat> driving, and uh, you know, I got, I just got this revelation, and the Holy Spirit just keep, just be ministering to me, man. He said, you know, God is the biggest. He's the biggest man up. The man who is so up, <laughs> or he's man up, right. that you can find. Right. Because that thing that makes one man up, or, or that which makes God who he is, is not the fact that he has power. No. The thing that makes God who he is, is he has all that power, and yet he is the most humble, slow to anger person you can find. It's like a kid on ice cream, or a man who's, who's eating ice cream. Yeah, I feel you on that. <laughs> it's like yeah. a man who's eating some jalapenos and, and be smiling at you like not, ain't nothing happening. Because he's taking the heat. It looks normal. It's like passing the 10,000 vote through a bulb and instead of ex- wanting it to burst, it just kind of like just lights up in a soothing way. And you go, how in the world do you have that much power in you? And you still stay humble. Now, what we see in today's world, man, soon as we got a couple of bugs, oh my goodness, we grow so long horns, man. Forget the boo. Boo horn ain't enough. We got all the horns going all the way up, and pride takes over. And that's one of the number one killer of man. Pride, brother, is what yeah. brought Satan down. Mm-hmm. He said, I will exalt myself above the throne of heaven of God. Boy, that's right. Yeah, it takes a lot of balls, it takes a lot of humility, it takes a lot of the only way to control power is through humility. And as a man, if you want to man up, if you want to stand up, humility has to be one of the key things of you. There you go. Yeah, you said, um. What's this? Uh, where is this at? Um, where is it at? Here it is. Proverbs, Proverbs sixteen, eighteen. He, he's, he, he, you know, uh, my brother. He said, he, he said it. Uh, pride, pride is the killer, the bring down of men. Men in general want to hold on to pride, the weight that's taking them down to the bottom, uh, bottom of, uh, 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 of the ocean floor. You know, uh, pride. The Bible says in Proverbs sixteen eighteen, pride goes before destruction. Before destruction hits, is pride always that? Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride, haughty spirits. You see, the Bible already has the answer, but see, you know. Folk don't want to go to to the scriptures and give their life to Christ, give their life to God because they feel they got, you know, 
God is saying, I have, I have the remedy. I have 100% pure. But we want to go get 10% of what are the truth. People want 10%. It's like it's like this. Uh, I was in a class, and this instructor he he said this. He was now I don't know where this came from, but it just stuck to my head when he asked the question. He was like, uh, you, you 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 he asked about rat poison, and he was like he was like you know what rat poison? You know how rats die when they eat the poison? I'm like yeah, the thing full of poison. That's why. He said he asked the question. He said, do you know what the rat poison is made of? And I was like, no, I guess poison. So he was like, no, it's 90% food, grains. It's 90% granules, mushed up. But he said it's 10% arsenic. And he says that 10% arsenic is what kills the rats. And I thought about that. There's so many different religions. It's 90% of it is it's true because it comes from out of the word. It's just watered down. And 10% of that arsenic is what's killing off the people. And it's hate, it's pride, it's arrogance. It's all those 10% mixed in with the truth that draws people to it. Like they got some rat poison that smell like peanut butter. Yep. Rats run to it. Mice run to it. Laying, it up. laying on their back. Feet in the air. Yeah, feet in the air, laid on their back. You know, so, so. And, and, and see, that's, what, the, that's, and that's, what, that's what society has so much poison out here. And that's men just coming, gobbling it on up. And the next thing we know, yeah. we are spiritually dead. So that's the problem. We, we, we think about, we always be worried about physical death. It's that spiritual death that you're worried about. Because you yeah. can tell what. Yeah. Because be, we just like, hey, we just seen this guilty verdict. That meant to, to right. be a man to do something like that to another man, you have to be spiritually dead. Yeah, yeah. You can't have no light, no kind of spirit in you. Because if you had some spirit in you, you wouldn't do that to another human being. You wouldn't even do that to a, a dog. I wouldn't do that to an animal, no. That's right. Hey. That's right. So, so that's why, this is why we talk about man up needs to be. And line up with God's way so that you can your life, you can live life and live it more abundantly. Living it more abundantly don't mean you necessarily gonna have more stuff, but right. you're gonna live a spiritually rich life that's right. going to bring you that peace that surpasses all understanding. Because you know you got a lot of people who go around and they are successful as I don't know what, got millions and billions, but they don't have any peace because you can't buy peace. You can't no, earn peace. No. You can't work for peace. Peace is a gift. And the only way to get that gift is to submit your life to God. That's it. That's it. I'm going to read something since you brought up peace. I'm going to read this. It's in Job 22-21. I like this because it always directs us back into the comfort and arms of the Lord is 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 always directing us back to that that relationship. It says, uh, it says, Yo, now quench yourself. 
uh, 22-21. It says, uh, this is what uh, one of his friends said, Eliphaz, when he was accusing Job of doing wickedness uh, because of the situation he was up under. He says, now acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. Thereby, good will come to you. I like what this, uh, the Hebrew word is derived might be a play on words. Although you cannot be profitable to God through your efforts, you can acquaint yourself with or yield to him. You see? So it everything points back. Even even his friend was pointing, you know, trying to blame Job for doing wrong, but he was showing he was he was telling him to get back in line, get back in the direction of of, of being uh yielding yourself or or acquainting yourself uh, uh with God and see that's again like you said being spiritually dead is being absent uh from God. So let me see what these uh Emmanuel got. You see how everything boils down and comes all the way back to God? That's yeah. what the Bible says. All things, everything comes back to God. It is Him who gives the power. And if He doesn't give you that power, anything that you do else is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. So if you, if, if you and I both have just one life to live, what is the hustle of being angry with your neighbor? And because there's no point in it. Whatever right. comes your way, it's not like you. It's not like you have two lives. When the person has three, and that's why Jesus said that that do good to those that hurt you, forgive yeah. those who hate you, and pray for them. Man, it takes only a man to be able to do such. Right. You said a mouthful of If I don't yeah. listen to any other stereo today, I think. I think with what I've heard and what I've learned and what I've spoken and what we've learned together, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm going to say as you, and I always say, to God be the glory. Great things he has done. Right. To God be, and it's always one. You see what I'm saying? You see, and see, that's why I was saying what I said earlier today, that my assignment is is one with uh, Maya So Pretty. But at the same time, we came on, we just was talking about manning up and look, another brother, you know, has received something. So that's just like when Jesus said, you know, well, that he would leave the 99 to go get one. And then that one, you know, even though that was in reference to a sinner, but the angels will rejoice. I'm going to put it like this. Every time one person get on here and says, man, whatever was said, help highlight, you know, me to get back in the word like Sunflower said yesterday. That's a joyful sound. That's that's joyful that the angels of heaven is like, okay, we get one back on track. You see, you know, I'm not, I'm not concerned about the masses. I think me and you spoke about that earlier. It's about the one. It's about the one that can, can come back. It's just like the prodigal son, you know, exactly. the, the prodigal son who strayed away, but he, that one, he got back into his right mind and came back to the father. See, and that's 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 the thing that that God has given to me as an assignment. And I was concerned about the masses, but he says all I need you to do is gravitate and get to one. 
One. Yeah. One chain link. If one but here, here's the thing. Huh? But here's the thing. If you can get one, it might not be. Here's the thing. And this is why we have to look at things in, in more than one perspective. Your test to get to one is a great test. And to get to one, because if one convert, you don't know what God has in store for that, that the one that you convert to do. Right. But it's the same right. reason why we also broadcast to the masses. Because you don't know out of the masses, maybe just one hears it. One, but one that's the one that converted. And that yeah. all yeah. that matters is getting people closer. You, you can't get that with statistics. You can't get that by counting. You get that by hearts turning back towards God. Or if they never knew God, learning of him and recognizing that he needs to be the center of their lives. That's all that matters. And that's a glorious thing. Glorious, glorious. And that's why I always like to use the name of of Jesus a lot because you know anybody can uh, uh, say God. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So, so that's why I like to use the word Jesus whenever I'm reading, um, because that's the name above all names, and that's the name that Satan don't like to hear. It's just like when my man uh, Emmanuel used the scripture when he said it was in reference to the seven sons of Sceva when they went out to cast out the demon and the demon said, you know, Paul I know, uh, Jesus I know but who are you? You know uh, a lot of us, and he said that too a lot of us don't know who we are a lot of us don't can't recognize whose we are so, you know and that's why I must read the Bible like tonight, I'm doing the faith thing. I'm doing one in, in a few more minutes uh, at six o'clock, based on faith. And 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 I is that the one you do? Whole, is that the one you do with Maya? So pretty, or this is a different one? Yeah, this is the one I'm doing with Maya because we started yesterday. Because I told her last week I was going to do it, but I didn't know I had to pick my daughter up yesterday because I wanted to make sure the Holy Spirit was like make sure she understand what faith is. Make sure she understand what you don't just be. You know, doing, you know, just be doing something, you know, make sure. So this is why we stopped in Luke 12 and uh, I'm doing faith to make sure we understand, you know, uh, she understands as well as what, you know, the Holy Spirit giving me, you know, to, to give to her. Because, see, a lot of us, we we always as believers want to say, oh, I walk by faith. I walk by faith, not by sight. As soon as something happens, where's the faith go? right out the window mm. and it took me a long time to understand how to walk by faith but it took me where i stayed in the word and how i'm how i explained it to her was uh uh in matthew mark luke and john the holy spirit said these books right here are your faith books faith building books these books right here Jesus spoke about faith, commended folk for their faith, you know, so forth and so on. This is for me. This is how he gave it to me. So I'll give it to her that same way. So because as we read, we read where Jesus says, your faith has made you whole. Uh, go and sin no more. Your faith saved you. This, that, and the other, you know. Um, and then um, Acts was also the actions that was required by the disciples in their faith. You see those things. And then as we continue, you know, 
First uh, uh, Corinthians, Second Corinthians, all these were now the characteristics of building your faith, trust, and everything in God, so that now what Jesus says allow your light to shine. So that's the that's how that's how it was given to me. That's how I'm slowly giving it to her in the same manner that it, he gave it to me by reading the word, by reading, reading full scriptures. Uh, I share I share a small bit of history, but most of it is application in in its simplest form. You know, because when we get so deep, sometimes a lot of people can't swim in that deep water. They got to stand mm -hmm. three feet. You feel what I'm saying? And that's yeah, how, that's, that's why Paul was talking about. You had, he had to give them give the Corinthian church he had to give them milk and not meat because they were yeah, ready yeah. for the meat. That's right. That's right. So we, we as being people, if you're if you know you're stronger in the word, then you have to understand that when you speak to others who aren't as strong, that you right. can't go out there right. and give them this strong es es eschatological message that they don't right. have no no idea what you just said. You got to make it simple and make it for their everyday life. Yeah. All right, yeah, we got two by manual. Let's see what he got to say, and then I think. After you play these two by him, let's wrap it on up so you can have time to yeah. speak to Maya for pretty. Right. And um, get you a little bit of rest in between. Maybe do your little Bible, a little Bible reading and get prayed up for it, okay? You know, that's what I say. You guys are the real men. A real man is the one who teaches. A real man is the one who is able to impact. A real man is the one whose words lives on even when they're gone. And is able to pass on something tangible something of a spiritual nature to their descendant to their kids and they will uphold it and hold it up and they will never forget it see the bible says train up a child the way he should grow and when he grows he's never going to depart from it and the bible is true to that word and for me to be a man and to man up it's not about showing that kid um how 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 something you know, negative, okay, by showing him that God is the way. A real man is the one who goes down his knees and pray. A real man is the one who prays and covers all his, all, all his kids, all his family, and everyone else. A real man is the one that stays awake to pray and seek God. That's one thing that we always say. It is best to spend 10 hours... Or even, it is best to spend one hour, two hours in the presence of God than to spend ten hours in the presence of men. Because when you are directly connected to the source, it is He who will give you the, the keys. It is He who holds the keys and His word is full of it. But, you know, we don't read enough about Him. We don't even want to know who He is. And that's such a pity. But men need... You know, God made one statement. He says, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves. That's one thing, you know. The keys to being a man, the keys to humbling yourself, returning back to the first nature of man is humility. God don't want no one with pride. No, pride, no, no, pride is not going to take us anywhere. Money begets power. And when power enters into a corrupt mind, you only get pride. 
and you feel like you are all that there is to and you begin to look down people and when the moment you begin to do that and belittle each and every person who is not of, of that same status or that same standard that's the moment you go down in the kingdom the way up is down if you want to be the highest you have to be the servant amen brother yeah. And that upside down kingdom again, it always comes up. But um, so on, on his on that note, I just want to say thank you, Emmanuel, for your message. Thank you for everybody else who came in to the yes into the show. Um, thank everybody, you know, um, just for coming on. We are Quinn, um, Sloan, Cali Girl, sixty eight, Blue Phoenix, Einstein, Papa. Platinum Cat, Doc to you, Einstein Papa, if Floyd B, all of y'all, we going to, or Storm, Storm Ready, Ashley Tierney, everybody, and everybody else. Just want to thank you because you took a little time out your day to hear God's word. And as we get ready to close, we just want to say, Oh Father, who are the heads of hell will be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And understanding that that prayer is just the beginning because it shows why focus should be on you. And that's what a real man is, a man who focuses his attention on you. And we just want to thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. God, let's do this, oh Lord, through me, through J-Boss, through everybody else who commented, because we know we have a great purpose today. And if it only helped one, we know that the angels in heaven are seen. So we give you all the glory and all the praise. And as we close, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. One love, bro. One love. See you in um, 21 minutes. Yes, sir.